And welcome back to another edition of the Twins Wrap here on this Tuesday afternoon. Derek Hansen with you, along with the television play-by-play voice of the Minnesota Twins, Dick Bramer. And uh, the Twins lose today 4-2, uh, to two, I should say. The Twins actually were down 4 nothing, came back late. And one thing that's kind of funny is you and I were texting, planning everything for this afternoon. Uh, I said, is it nine innings today? Because <laughs> you just don't know sometimes in the spring training, do you? No, no, they're trying to be as cautious as they can in the hopes that we'll have a full regular season. So, hey, why not? I mean, whether they play six innings or nine innings as they did today, the regulars typically were out by the sixth inning, you know, last week anyway. And they'll get stretched out into, a, you know, playing full nine inning games here in the remaining time they have left at spring training. Yeah, I guess I mean, a lot of things have come to stay now after the, the experiment with, with some things in the shortened season last year. Do you think this might be the norm now in March? Because I kind of do. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think what we're seeing uh, here so far is that the pitchers are still way ahead of the hitters. And, you know, we've all known that as pitchers get ready for a season, they can do a lot more on their own than hitters uh, uh, can. Uh, and so, you know, it brings to mind, of course, how difficult it was for the hitters last year who had half the time to get ready for a season. And so uh, I don't know whether that'll be adopted or not, because I think it's been proven again this year that hitters just need the at-bats. They need to see a lot of pitches and, and, and all that. And I, I think, you know, the fact that it was four to two ball game, but there were only three or four well-hit balls in, in the ball game for either team today. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. I mean, and it is spring. They're trying to work on a lot of things today. I think that would be the case for Barrios too, right? I mean, he got, he gave up eight hits, but he, he's tinkering. Isn't that usually how it goes? Well, yeah, and the you know only a couple of those eight hits were uh, well hit. There were some five hoppers through the infield and all that. So I don't think anybody's too concerned about that. And uh, you know they scored a run in each of his four innings, but you know I don't think anyone's the least bit concerned as long as he came out of it healthy, which we think he did. Um, you know those things uh, when when they're you know when you have a game like that in the regular season well then it's natural for fans to go oh, hey what's going on you know two hits an inning that's not going to cut it but a lot of those were just bleeders through the infield today and it's a spring training game so i'm sure he'll be ready to go one of my first years covering the twins on a spring training i i learned that lesson early with kenny rogers was having a little trouble right and then he kind of asked me, he goes, ah, I was just messing around today, trying to figure some stuff. <laughs> and then, you know, he turned out to, it, it was well worth it when he signed. I think that was 2003 because it all worked out pretty well. And that's where I kind of learned, don't read too much. You can read a little bit, but not too much in what happens in spring. Well, I had a similar experience with a, a man who just passed away a few days ago. Real Cormier was a relief pitcher with the Red Sox. And this is, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, I suppose. And he had an inning and all he through like 25 straight breaking balls. And I thought, well, this guy doesn't have a fastball. He's not going to last very long. Of course, he went on to pitch 10 more years. But his outing, and this was, again, almost two decades ago, uh, was designated to just work on his breaking ball. And he did that, and it didn't look real pretty, but um, presumably he got some, some bugs worked out. Yeah, it's funny how that works. You learn a lot down there just kind of messing with how these guys are trying to get ready and prepare for the regular season, that's for sure. Another guy who just got in with everything going on is Jay Happ, and I think that was nice to see. I think they were pretty happy with his two innings yesterday, right? Yeah, his uh, 21 and Twins debut yesterday seemed to go fine. Uh, We may see him. uh, I'm down here because we're televising some games. The first one I'm working is Saturday, and he may get 
uh, the start in that game, and I'm sure all eyes will be on him. He's a veteran. You you worry less about that, but of course he got a late start because of COVID, and so we'll see when it's whether it's Saturday or Sunday if he gets three, maybe even four innings in uh, the hopes of trying to stretch him out and get him ready for the season. Uh, the rotation's rounding out pretty well, isn't it? I mean, I, I'm in the more and more we get to this, you just kind of always wonder about the fifth starter sometimes, but it, it looks like uh, everything is, you know, we're sitting in the middle of March right now, and as a fan, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Well, I think they're going to be in great shape because you've got, uh, you know, of course, Maeda is going to be the opening day starter, then Barrios and, uh, you know, Pineda, whatever order they follow after that. I think this organization is deeper in pitching than they've been uh, in a long, long time. So, yeah, I, I think by season's end, uh, you know, Twins fans should have every right to expect that, uh, you know, the pitching will be one of the reasons this team is supposed to be really, really good. Yeah, for sure. I I guess the biggest thing that we always say it is health too, right? As long as those five guys can stay healthy, that's one of the key factors. Yeah, particularly on the pitching staff because, you know, they had a 60-game season last year and went through a lot of pitchers and, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch, as I think we talked about last week, how teams handle the workload, particularly for the starting pitchers. But there's going to be an awful lot of traffic back and forth between AAA, maybe even AA in the big leagues, as teams will need innings pitched. And that, again, is where the Twins' um, development that uh, has uh, St. Paul, the Saints, as their new AAA team, is really going to come in handy for them. Yeah, no question. I mean, is the fifth spot set for sure right now? Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of people early on thought, well, maybe Lewis Thorpe has a chance. But now Lewis has been uh, pitching out of the bullpen an inning or so at a time, which doesn't mean, of course, that he might not be an opener for the Twins out of that fifth spot. Uh, I think what will happen, Derek, is a lot of teams are going to go uh, with a six-man rotation and there might be seven or eight men in that rotation because I do think the opener concept, which was used first extensively a couple of years ago, adopted by even more and more teams last year, I think given the circumstances this year, we'll see the opener used more and more this year than we saw even last year. So I, I would guess that um, you know they may have five starters they want to use, but I think we'll still see an opener be used rather extensively. That's very interesting. Let me ask you a little bit about the other side, offense. Uh, I know Donaldson had a couple of hits today. And, and just, again, when you look at these guys, much like we had the last couple of years, and the addition of Donaldson, unfortunately, he was hurt so much last year. It is just frightening what this lineup, again, is capable of. I mean, it is just, it's rock solid one through nine. Yeah, but there are guys now, of course, that are a little out of whack. You know, I mean, uh, Buxton uh, uh, hit a home run the other day, but he missed some time and was, Late on some fastballs today. Sano hasn't been hasn't gotten locked in yet. Uh, some other guys are, you know, Sano really trying to you know, get the, you know, his swing figured out. And so um, it'll be, um, you know, they've got another week and a half or so left down here, and the hope is that uh, you know some guys will get some uh, bugs worked out by the time we uh, get to Milwaukee. The team will get to Milwaukee on April first. They'll be ready to go. How much scrutiny do you think will be around the baseballs? Because it's not very often where, you know, there's always rumors and speculation about a previous baseball, a year that it might have been quote-unquote juiced or whatever. And and to say, I mean, going into the season to admit, hey, yeah, we're changing the baseball, that's pretty unheard of. I, If home runs are really down, that's going to get talked about a little bit. 
Yeah, and I think we'll have to wait a good long while to come to any conclusions about what the ballistics of the baseball uh, are this year because, you know, last year we didn't get the season started until the end of July, and even in uh, Minneapolis and uh, Detroit and Chicago, the weather was warmed up. Well, now, early on in the season, we're going to be starting on April 1st, and there are going to be some cold weather uh, games to be played, and, you know, the ball just doesn't fly as uh, far when the weather is cold than it does when things have heated up. So let's be a little careful about trying to draw conclusions about the baseball and why it's not traveling as far because we're having, a, hopefully, a more much more typical baseball season this year than last. Yeah, hopefully that is the case. That is for sure. That is one thing that's nice about opening Milwaukee. I mean, I don't miss the Metrodome for baseball at all, but knowing that you're going to play games most likely is a nice deal. Yeah, and it's easy to set things up, too, now, because every team in baseball, uh, for their opener, they uh, have an off day the next day. So if for some reason that there would be a postponement, you can get play that game the next day. Well, we know at Miller Park, and unless the roof gets stuck open and it's raining or snowing, Twins will get that game in, and then they'll have that off day on April 2nd. And that, that should help the guys trying to you know, prep for um, – uh, you know, both the position players and the pitchers and how to get through those early games. It is strange they're doing it in Milwaukee, though, right? Because, I mean, most likely there's going to be a game on Friday, right? You don't have to worry about Yeah, Yeah, I've never understood that either, but that's the way it was going back to our Metrodome days. Uh, teams just want to make sure because opening day is, you know, if not a sellout, very close to it around baseball, and you want to make sure you get that gate in to get the season started on the right foot. Yeah, it's just kind of interesting with uh, being indoors that, that that will happen. Of course, the other factor along with that this year is, you know, they're still going to be going through testing protocols for the next, you know, foreseeable future. So that's another you know, angle on it too, right, if, they, if, if something happens there. Yeah, uh, I can tell you firsthand that, uh, you know, the, the protocols in place are rigid, uh, very inflexible. And I think since we talked last week, the Twins fired three minor league coaches because they broke protocol. And uh, that's how serious they are. I went to a ball game here uh, in Fort Myers for the first time today, and and I had very strict uh, rules to follow in terms of where I would access the ballpark. And when I do the telecast on Saturday, I'll have a designated route that I cannot vary from uh, to get to the broadcast booth. Well, case in point, my broadcast partner on Saturday uh, is Latroy Hawkins. Now, he's also going to be in camp as a special instructor. And because of that, we will do Saturday's telecast with me in the broadcast booth and Latroy at the end of the dugout. They don't want him up in the booth with the likes of me, if you will, for fear of Latroy getting you know contaminated with the virus and then taking it down to the field when he's working with the pitchers the following week. So we'll have a different type of a remote broadcast where I will be in the broadcast booth and Latroy will be down at the end of the dugout. And I mentioned that only because that's how serious they're taking this virus. Yes, we've got vaccines now and we've got testing and all the things we didn't have last year, but they're still taking it very, very seriously. Yeah, I guess that you know certainly makes a lot of sense. And yeah, you know, that's one thing about it, because a lot of people right away when I said I was going to Florida on vacation, they said, oh, you're going to cover the Twins. I said, uh, they aren't going to let me any, anywhere near because you know how I do it. I want to, you know, talk to some of the players and you know get the audience here ready for the season. But 
It'll be a while before we go into any clubhouse to chat with the players before games, I think. Yeah, and I, I to be honest with you, Derek, and I know that's kind of the, the, the best part of your job, too, in covering the team. It's the best part of mine to be able to be there at batting practice and talk with Nelson Cruz about a couple of at-bats the night before or whatever it is he might be you know, working on in the cage, whether he's swinging a good bat or not, and, and we don't have that access. And I don't think that they're going to be uh, too inclined, shall we say, to change uh, the working conditions for the likes of us within the season. Uh, so I, I doubt that you or me or anybody else will have clubhouse or field access anytime this year. Yeah, I hope that's not the case forever now, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen again until 2022 if it happens you know, that early. And that's just my opinion. But Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I think that there's so much emphasis placed on the safety of the players as much as we think we know about the virus and how it spreads and how it can be prevented and the vaccines and all that, uh, there's just so much at stake. I, I don't think the rules of engagement, if you will, will be changed in the middle of this season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my final thing for you, I, you know, there's so much going on here. And all, you know, UND plays NDSU this week, and UND's ranked second, and the Mighty Bison are ranked fourth. So it's kind of busy around here this week, as you can imagine. Yeah. So uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't really followed much uh, like some of the other teams. What uh, is going on right now with the White Sox in Arizona and with Cleveland? Uh, have you done much scouting as far as the division is concerned? Or? Well, I think everyone's expecting the White Sox to be the prime contender. Uh, for the Twins in repeating as American League Central champions. Uh, the Indians you know, got rid of a lot of talent. You know, I mean, the likes of Lindor and others not going to be back. Uh, they've traded an awful lot of pitching uh, you know, over the last uh, couple of years, Kluber and Bauer and Clevenger, so on and so forth. So, you know, I think a lot of people in baseball are thinking, correctly or not, that the Indians will settle in around 500 and that it'll be the White Sox and the Twins uh, with anywhere uh, north of 85 and 95 wins fighting for the division title. Well, I'm glad that you got to catch some uh, live baseball. You know, obviously, I, I talked about the football game coming up, and we have the NCAA tournament, and you know, high school tournaments are going on along with spring training baseball. As you mentioned, you'll be on on Saturday night. You think about where we were at 52 weeks ago, and you and I chatting about you know the coronavirus and no sports. It is nice to have that 180 in one calendar year, isn't it? It's just a, mentally. Well, I tell you what, today I stood for the anthem and there were fans in the ballpark. And I don't mind telling you, uh, I had a tear or five or eight running down my cheek because I vividly remember a year ago in Fort Myers when we all but were certain that the season was going to get uh, delayed, disrupted, if it was going to be held at all. And I, and I stood there with the packed stadium at Hammond Stadium uh, for the anthem and wondering when I would ever see that again. And we had anthems before the games last year. But to see fans at the ballpark and listening to the national anthem, that was uh, that was the highlight of my day today, and probably will be the highlight of my time down here this year. Oh, that just gave me goosebumps. You mentioned that. <laughs> I can't wait to get the yeah. target field. I tell you, it's been far, far too long. 2019 seems like a long time ago. My heavens. <laughs> well, I have uh, made a comment to somebody uh, well, on Twitter, I guess I did too, that uh, I flew down here yesterday and it had been just over a year since I was at an airport. And it seems like five years. There's been so much that has happened, uh, you know, surrounding the pandemic and beyond that. There's just been a lot of really significant events and hardly uh, any of them 
uh, or been uh, pleasant ones at all. But we're happy to uh, maybe a signal that uh, things are returning to normal with a full baseball season. Well, I'm sure people will be uh, listening to the UND-NDSU game and flicking on the channel right away to be uh, catching a little spring training baseball with you and LaTroy on Saturday. Thanks so much for your time, as always, and we'll talk to you again next Tuesday. Yeah, we're used to competing with spring football, just a different brand of it. <laughs> yeah, this is well. I, you have appreciation of this because I think you've maybe you know you've you followed this to say that uh, with UND starting four and zero, you know, and, and the mighty Bison, you know, dropping to a team that UND defeated. You can imagine what it's like right now. I'm sure Dave St. Peter is bouncing off the walls right now as a UND grad. So, yeah, it's uh, it's good that the players are able to play and the fans are able to follow it and. Let's hope that, too, and it's uh, uh, out of season, a a way of uh, signaling that things are returning to normal. You bet. Dick, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. You got it, Derek.